Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and welcome to the movie podcast review of Home Sweet Home Alone. My name is Daniel, and joining me today are the wet bandits themselves. Anthony? Hello, everyone. And Shabazz? Hello, everyone. (laughs) Such a a kind group of bandits we have joining us today. That's great. We're the nice bandits. Uh, Shay, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, especially after this movie, I feel, you know, with the holiday cheer, I feel St. Nick running through my veins. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. How about you, Anthony? How are you feeling right I'm now? I'm just shocked that we're already in this time of year that Christmas is being, you know, out there. Celebrated? It's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just fascinating to think that a couple of months ago, it was summer and now we're in yeah. Christmas. And it feels like it was summer a couple of weeks ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like we we were just at TIFF and somehow now it's like 2022. Take out, take out your stockings and yeah. And uh get your tree Leave out. Those cookies out for Santa. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh this is this is what it is right now. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our Discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. We're still on a mission to hit 200 five-star reviews. And honestly... We'd love to hit a thousand followers on Instagram. So if you know anybody who's on the Instagram who is not following us, make sure you shame them into following us because I promise you the content will be worth it. Am I right? A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Big time. Oh, without fail. Uh, speaking of some of that fine content you could see on Instagram right now, uh, we have tons of amazing interviews, uh, coming to the movie podcast feed on the movie podcast feed already you may have seen our interview with eternal star leah McHugh. she plays sprite in eternal she was awesome in the film uh if you've watched the movie you'll know just how awesome leah is in the movie so make sure you listen to our interview with her we also have an interview with robbie amell who is playing chris redfield in the new resident evil film you'll also know him from the duff from upload which is on amazon prime and of course through the arrow verse and the flash playing firestorm and so many more uh, so many more great shows in code eight so definitely check out our interview with him it will be up on our feed next week if you follow, if you follow us on instagram and twitter you'll see exactly when also next week on the movie podcast we'll have an interview with will speck and josh gordon they are the creators behind hit monkey and also they directed movies like the switch blades of glory and a lot more some some awesome comedies and a lot more they're working on we found out so we had a great discussion with them so look forward to that uh, coming soon to the movie podcast, we'll have reviews for Hawkeye, Ghostbusters Afterlife, House of Gucci, and lots more. November is stacked with shows and movies, and December is right around the corner. We're officially on Spider-Man No Way Home Ticket Watch, so make sure you're following us for all of our journeys on that. But today is all about Home Sweet Home Alone. The film stars Ellie Kemper, Rob Delaney, Archie Yates, Ashling Bay, Keenan Thompson, Tim Simmons, Pete Holmes, Devin Ratray, Ali Mackey, and Chris Parnell is directed by Dan Mazur. And Home Sweet Home Alone will debut on November 12th, 2021. So this Friday as part of Disney Plus Day. And thank you, as always, to our friends at Disney for inviting us to watch this film. 
Anthony is going to tell you a little bit more about it. 20th Century Studios' Home Sweet Home Alone is an all-new adventure comedy from beloved Hollywood film franchise. Max Mercer is a mischievous and resourceful young boy who has been left behind while his family is in Japan for the holidays. So when a married couple attempting to retrieve a priceless heirloom set their sights on the Mercer family home, it is up to Max to protect it from the trespassers, and he will do whatever it takes to keep them out. Hilarious hijinks and epic proportions ensue. But despite the absolute chaos, Max comes to realize that there really is no place like home sweet home. Excellent. Now, we're big Home Alone fans on this podcast. You know, we may be doing a commentary for Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Who knows? If you want to hear our commentary for Home Alone 1, it's on the movie podcast feed from last year. We'll re-promote it. Don't worry. But, Shay... As a as a big Home Alone fan, I want your first reaction to this film, and just you know, just be honest as always. Oh, I'm definitely gonna be honest. Um, I didn't really like this movie. I did not enjoy my time with Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, the movie as a whole just has a very hollow feeling to it. I got none of the Christmas cheer that I was expecting to kind of get at this film. I mean, it hasn't started snowing yet where we are. And you would hope that a movie like Home Alone would kind of bring that Christmas element. None of that was present. I, I got nothing from this movie except just anger. Every second this movie kind of went by, there was just a lot of moments where nothing really made sense. I, I, don't, I don't know why we were supposed to empathize with the burglars. The fact that they were parents is already kind of weird. The fact that they focused more on the burglars than the actual kid was also strange. Again, the kid as well is not likable. Kevin McAllister had this charm to him. I forgot the kid's name in part three. Even he had some charm to him, and we don't talk about four because that was like a made-for-TV movie. And this, four or five, or, we don't talk about. Uh, yeah, even five. Yeah, this movie has a fan-made YouTube kind of feel to it. It just feels like someone kind of went out and made a really high-budget YouTube movie. It, it there's a lot more I want to say, but I do want to give some. Uh, give some time to you guys as well but i i did not have a good time with this movie uh so just address to what you said earlier so home alone 3 um it's not kevin McAllister. the kid's name is alex coming back to home alone 4 it is kevin played by a different kid because the film takes place in 2002 um and then on um, Halloween, sorry, Halloween, Home Alone, <laughs> the holiday heist. Uh, uh, also, uh, it's a different kid again. The kid's name is Finn Baxter. That's So the last Home Alone film we had was in 2012. So this is the first Home Alone film in almost 10 years. I think I think um, you bring up a good point there. Sorry, real quick. Um, they, sh- they should make a Halloween versus Home Alone movie. I think that should be the yeah. next thing. If, if Michael Myers can get by, you know, people beating him up in the street can he get past kevin McAllister? that's gonna be the real test evil ends tonight you know yeah evil ends tonight evil dies tonight Um, evil dies tonight yes uh before i kick it throw it over to you anthony i did want to address something uh that you said shay you know we did spend a lot of time with i guess the bandits of this movie which are uh the parents so basically the 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 idea behind this movie is that there is these two this parents that are selling their home and uh i guess we'll leave it at that 
because I don't want to spoil too much of the whole premise behind it. But they do have to get into uh, this kid. They have to get into uh, this kid's home. Oh, my God. I'm blanking on his name already. What's what's his name in this movie? Max Mercer. Home sweet home. Yeah, you don't. Max, Max like Mercer. Yeah. Name. Yeah. It does. Max Mercer. Yeah, he is a villain. Um, yeah, he's a villain. Um, so I will say I did actually. I, I like that this movie at least tried to do something different in the sense of like, okay, you know what? Let's give them a reason why they're trying to get into uh, into Max's house this time around. And I and I appreciated the, you know, the swing at least. Was it a swing and a miss? I think so. But I at least appreciated like, you know what? Let's try and flesh out these characters. Let's try and do something different. At the end of the day, we all know that this movie is aimed for kids, but I think we'll talk whether that's a good thing or a bad thing and whether it even succeeds in that soon. But I want to give Anthony the floor to uh, to talk more about this. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of high expectations for this Home Alone series just because all previous Home Alones were not, they never hit that bar. Um, but you guys have you pretty much said it. It didn't have the charm that we were looking for um, from this Home Alone. And I think we had high hopes because it was a Disney Plus um, original and it's it was going to be spearheaded by Disney. And you feel like, you know, Disney can't really make a bad film. So whatever they put in their, their, um, their slate usually turns out to be good. But this one, yeah, it, it didn't have the charm that you wanted um, a Home Alone film to be. And she hit the nail on the head it spent too much time with the villains and not enough time with, um, with, with Max, Max. I can't, I wanted to call him Kevin. Um, yeah, I was, there part, let's call him McAllister. Yeah. There are parts of this story where it's not even warranted. He doesn't even earn the, 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 the kid that would get into a situation where he would have to protect his house. And it said like, he just, it just didn't feel that it was earned. And I don't know sure. if you guys felt That's that same way. Um, 100%. 100%. There are parts in the story where even the idea of not bringing your kid on a plane, it took forever to really showcase the family realizing that he was gone. By the time he got, by the time they show that, they were already in their hotel room. They're like, you left Max at home? And it was like, three days we're later. in tokyo now it, it takes <laughs> like, two what? days to get to tokyo you know like it's not it's not, it's not a fast trip so they're, it's, they're, it's hard to do that in 2021 you know right. like this like this does home alone work in a modern in a modern like setting yeah right tokyo also why spend christmas in tokyo don't understand but that was also a weird um location there are characters that are introduced and I just don't understand why they were introduced and they were played by, by I guess, known actors like Andrew Daly being the father. But you don't, you know, he has only two lines or three lines. Chris Parnell yeah. being the uncle. He literally has one line. And yeah, you think they would have had more <laughs> of them? I, I don't know if it was. There's an extended the, cut coming out soon. Yeah, like some deleted scenes that yeah. we missed. <laughs> um, yeah. The Max even, edition, I think. Even the, the actual good one, the earnest of the original Home Alones is just. It, I think it's a timeless thing that they were able to capture at that time. This just feels like a Disney Channel TV show, like TV series or TV, like yeah, I guess it would be a TV mini, like a made-for-TV special. Yeah, definitely. It just 
doesn't have the value that you were looking for. And I think that's where I got, I just kind of forgot about it. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it'll do well because kids will enjoy it. But in the long run and the timelessness of the Home Alone series, it'll be forgotten like all the other ones. Yeah, and you know, and again, still not the weirdest plot of a Home Alone movie. You know, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, uh, that movie's all about, you know, Kevin's parents getting divorced, um, and then they host a royal family at their mansion. Like, it's, again, there's some weird, there's some weird shit that's gone on in the Home Alone franchise, but, you know, for me, for this movie, I, I'm right there with you guys. You know, it's it's something that it just lacks the love and magic of the original two films. Um, even the third film, at least, um, they knew they couldn't do the same thing again. It's Home Alone because he's sick and he's Home Alone sick and he's staying at home. They knew they, they couldn't recapture the, the magic of those first two films, um, especially with a whole new cast. So they did something different. And then every movie since then, the three sequels that we've gone, they've all felt like made-for-TV specials. Uh, this one does too. Archie Yates, who I loved in Jojo Rabbit, is, is very annoying in this. He doesn't have the sass and the, um, at least the charisma that that Kevin McAllister did with Macaulay Culkin because you're not rooting for him. He, and, and the whole idea of that, you know, these guys are going to their house. Yes. I like that. Like I said earlier in the episode, I like that they were trying something different. Okay. Let's, let's develop these characters a bit more, but not for the, not don't sacrifice the development of, you know, of Max's character to develop the bandits who we're supposed to be rooting against. I just couldn't understand some of the references either. They they make references to movies like Scarface, which, I mean, I don't know if any kids are really watching that. I also don't understand what the purpose of this movie is. I mean, you have two perfectly good movies that capture what this storyline needs to be, and they're going to be repeated ad nauseum every Christmas. So, is someone doing like a Home Alone franchise, you know, whole rewatch? Like, are they preparing for the Home Alone multiverse? Like, I'm not sure what's going on here, but why <laughs> the, do you need... All the kids who are Home Yeah, Alone why do together? you need this many movies when, especially when you're, the plot that you're trying to sell is so thin that... Right. He, the way, the reason why they forget him is, again, there's 700 kids in this house. Um, he falls asleep in the back of the car before they leave. And then on top of that, you're just introducing characters like Ellie Kemper and Ron Bob Delaney's who they don't seem dumb throughout the beginning of the film. Like they seem like they're pretty capable adults. And then when it comes to getting into this house, they turn into such dumb, like wet bandit style characters that it no longer matches the characters you just introduced. And I get that this movie's for kids, but so were the previous Home Alone movies, but they were family fun. The fact that this movie, it just, it feels like it is just for kids who want to see people get hurt. But there are other ways that kids do that now. They have TikTok videos. They have YouTube nowadays where they can watch fail videos of people getting hurt. There's nothing entertaining about this film and it just feels cheap. There's also Buzz who returns and he's a cop. And he's really dumb as well. Again, again, I, I know he was dumb in the original films too, but they just make him dumber. And it's just so not believable. And he's the tie to the original franchise. It's like, why why do any of this? For money. <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> I wanted to say. He, he couldn't he couldn't have been, could have been paid a lot. Like there's this is what movie, money is in this. It's it's just interesting though, because this is the first technical technically 
that film that we had as a sequel in the same universe that it's supposed to be and having a character come back. Um, I also just think it's interesting. Like, like you mentioned Shay, like this film is basically, it's copying a lot from what we've seen in the first movie. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of similar shots, a lot of similar things where it's like, okay, he's forgotten at home. Sure. But it's not doing anything new or different. It's just, just doing it like, it's modernizing lesser. it you know it's modernizing it but it's also not doing it as well and like you said there are movies that not all movies need to have a million sequels not all movies need to be franchises or be no. remade like i think we're okay to stick with some movies that are like just stay with the classics and i don't want us to come off like oh we're curmudgeons we didn't we didn't like it blah 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 blah, blah. there are some funny moments in this film for sure and you know Anthony and i we were we were talking about some off the recording where I'm like, you know what? Some of the gags were, were funny and, and interesting, but I think because so much of this movie, um, land, like is focused on, you know, like one, these characters are thinking they're trying to get one thing. And then Max is under the assumption that they're trying to do something else. It's, it's, it plays it. Like it dumbs it down a lot where it relies so much on like flashbacks and like dream sequences where they actually like blur around the the corners of the screen like it's a 90s sitcom or something like that and i'm like wow like they're just really like i don't know if this movie is trying to be silly or is it trying to be like it like it just it, it battles this line of tone throughout that it just i just i really struggle to find enjoyment out of because is this supposed to be a good christmas movie or is it supposed to be like a cheesy like like a Hallmark Christmas movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it has a production value of like a of a Hallmark movie, but it also has Home Alone as its name. Yeah. And that's the battle that this movie's having. Is it what's it trying to be? I totally agree with that. I, I think it's just I think Disney when they took all these properties in, they're like, let's make things. And I've I think that's where I had hope, but then I realized maybe Disney doesn't always have the right decisions. And I don't think they made the right decision to make this movie because you already have two great home alones. Yeah. Three could be, you know, a, you know, we'll say a honorable mention, but you don't need any more of this story. You can't really tell more of the story. It's, it's a, it's a two and done deal. I, th- I think even home alone two was like extending it even further. In terms, oh, they they you know? definitely pressed their luck with two. Yeah, but at least they try. Like you're like, let's do the same movie, but let's do it in New York, but also make it different enough where it's still a fun movie. And I love Lost in New York. Yeah. Like I think mm-hmm. Lost in New York is a great. Like if I'm watching Home Alone, I'll watch both of those mm-hmm. a million times throughout yeah. uh, throughout the holidays because they're classic movies. Even the third one, I watched it last year after years of not watching. I'm like, you know what? This movie at least tried something you it's know watchable and it's watchable you know it still feels cinematic this feels like you said shay this feels too just made for tv like for it's trying so hard to be modernized i would have like maybe opted out and this is something like disney can think about is maybe make- <laughs> you're gonna say opted out of your disney plus subscription opted- <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> uh, opted in sorry opted in yeah um do an animation version of this film of dis of home alone Make it animated. I don't know. Just make it a little different than what we expect. I think that would might engage the audience differently. And I think the production value might be a little bit higher, but you can get a different take on that world. But 
an animation. I don't think you need another Home Alone. And this this kind of like just puts you into thinking anything Disney makes is is always going to be in the background for money. More more subscribers, more money. Let's get people. Yeah, in. it, it, it doesn't no this hard in this film. So let's get into our final recommendations. And I think you all know what we're going to say. Uh, But before that, I just want to remind you, please, you know, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Letterboxd, especially Instagram and Twitter. We really want to build a great community of movie watching human beings there. So please check us out there. Uh, We do. We make a lot of great posts. and if you're if you're a fan of the show and you want to know what's going on with the show, that's the best way to connect with us, to see what's happening, see clips from the show, get to see our faces. If you're just an audio listener, we love you, but we also want to you we want you to know our faces. So definitely head over to our Instagram. And again, everything our show notes will give you links to all of our socials and more. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to start off with you. Um, give us your final recommendation for Home Sweet Home Alone. If I was home alone. I would not be watching this at all. <laughs> Damn, bars. Anthony's dropping yeah, bars on uh, us right now. My bars. Yeah, like, yeah. no, you don't need to watch this. Watch yeah. the original too. I think this is an easy skip it. Um, yeah, there are funny moments and yeah, there, are, there might be, it might be great for kids. But in the long run, I think it, I think the first two will benefit your children, especially if this is a family and you're watching it with your family. I think the first two are the best. Um, if you're just watching it alone and, you know, just having a Christmas on your own, the first two, this is just the depressing version of what um, the first two are. Thank you for that, Anthony. Uh, Shabazz, give us your take. Uh, before I give my take, I just, I wanted to reference one more quick thing. Um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but they, they reference the famous uh, Macaulay Culkin face slap moment uh, at the very end of this movie. And it was <laughs> so weird. awkward and painful. I was like, why, why did they even have to do that? It seemed like it was unnecessary. Anyways, this movie is going on my naughty list. This is, you know, get it out of here. This is, this is not, this is getting coals, just a bag of coals that I'm going to light on oh, fire. Not, not, not just a coal. It's getting coals. Yeah. It's getting a whole a bag, bag of, of coals, coals that I'm lighting on fire and <laughs> then burning this movie in it. And then you're hitting yeah. Santa with it. Why am I hitting Santa though? Damn, what did Santa do, man? Yeah, he, he's, he's the one that gave me the coals. What am I, what am I robbing him? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, this is uh, Ghostland or Naughty List. I think Naughty List for the Christmas theme. Yeah. You know, I like it. I like that. Here's what I am going to say. I'm going to give this movie to the count of 10 to get its ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. Uh, and that seems very harsh. <laughs> but what I, what I mean by that is I'm just going to say skip it. That was a very roundabout way of saying skip it. I hope you guys appreci- appreciated the reference. I, I appreciated film. that. I think that Anthony was better than it. the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you for that was my performance, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Home Sweet Home Alone. It's Disney Plus Day this Friday. We will have lots of coverage of everything that is announced on Monday's episode of the movie podcast, as well as our interview with Will Speck and Josh Gordon of Hitmonkey. So look forward to that. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. 